What's going on guys, it's your boy DJ Skinless here and we're back with another video. For this one I'm going to break down a recent tweet by legendary rapper Ice-T in regard to Tupac and Ice Cube. Let's get it. Alright, we're on Showbiz and the title reads Ice-T, Ice Cube and Tupac collaborated in a rare video that surfaced on Twitter. From Boogie Down Productions to the NWA, gangster rap is synonymous with the 1990s. As the war raged on between East Coast rappers and West Coast OGs, MCs like Ice Cube and Ice-T solidified their statuses as icons, while others like Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. lost their lives. Recently on Twitter, Ice-T revealed a rare moment that he captured on video with Ice Cube and Tupac from that era of music. Here's what he said about the video and how the fans reacted. Further on, it says Ice-T retweeted a video of an inside look at a music studio in 1993. In it, Ice-T and Ice Cube are seen working on a song collaboration while others observe. One onlooker spotted in the studio is a particularly famous face in the hip-hop world, and their third collaborator, Tupac Shakur, aka Tupac. And the reason that they're all together here in this video because actually Ice-T and Ice Cube were featured on Tupac's second album, Strictly, which came out in 1993, and the song that they were working on was a song called Last Words. In the caption for the video, Ice-T wrote, Throwback, Super Rare, Me, Ice Cube, and Tupac in the studio. Now you have some replies here on Twitter, oh my god, wow, that was amazing, having been together in one room with Tupac and of course my other two favorite rappers of all time, Ice-T and Ice Cube, wow, wow. Another wrote, it's all about the music, you three are icons, love you all. You have another comment here, the good days when they were gangster rap, now it's the guy from Law & Order and Ride Along, I love both of them, they grew up. Now for whatever reason, the media is running with this as if it's a new leak. However, I reported on this video back in my December YouTube upload about the best of Tupac in 2019. And here's a brief clip of that. Number six is Tupac, Ice Cube, and Ice-T in the studio. The three most influential West Coast icons can now be seen all in one video. The studio session, which was recorded in 1993, shows Tupac talking about the movie Poetic Justice, describing the movie experience as cool. And if you watch the footage, it, Tupac actually seems very like laid back. I don't know if he's high or anything like that. But he just gives a very generic answer, and he doesn't really know what Poetic Justice is about when he's actually telling Ice-T it. He just basically says it's a love story. <laughs> but maybe he'll just call up in a moment. You know, he was very young at this time. It was very early in his career. So being around Ice Cube and Ice-T, I can definitely see why he was more mellow. And you actually have to take into account this was before Thug Life really took off. Now here's a legendary clip of Ice Cube, Ice-T, and Tupac recording their song, Last words, and this was a song that was actually released on Tupac's second album in 1993 called Strictly. Now we all know that Tupac and Ice Cube didn't have the greatest relationship or friendship. When Tupac was incarcerated in 1995, Ice Cube released the song Bow Down and that really ruffled Tupac's feathers because he felt disrespected that Ice Cube was basically calling himself the Don and Tupac felt like he was stealing his whole swagger as well with repping the West Coast. But it's actually kind of cool that we actually got actual footage of Tupac and Ice Cube and Ice-T actually recording their songs and actually bullshitting in the studio. I actually wish they would have recorded more music together. Alright guys, so what do you think about this video here? 
It's so amazing that we got actual studio footage of these three legendary rappers together in the prime of their careers, working on their songs together. This was the only song that they made together, and this is the only song that Ice Cube, Ice-T, and Tupac actually worked on together. Now, Ice-T and Tupac actually worked on a second song called Gangster Team, and that was also released in 93-94 with Spice One and the South Central Cartel. Now, Tupac and Ice Cube never got to work together again. However, Tupac wanted Ice Cube actually on All Eyes on Me, the original version of the album called Euthanasia. And there was a song on there called Till I See LA, which Tupac wrote on a handwritten track list that the features were Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg, as well as another version, I believe, with Ice Cube and Coolio. However, we aren't sure if Tupac actually recorded this track. Ice Cube has come out and said that he's never recorded another track with Tupac, and it's the only song that exists with them both. You know, that's when we first start going on the road and seeing Tupac on the road with digital and you know he was dope you know he just had energy he just had that uh personality uh-huh. you know just kind of that that made you kind of gravitate towards him and then you know he just uh started to develop himself as an artist i remember one day he told me he was like man this digital stuff is cool but i want to do you know when i do my record yeah it's gonna be hard like y'all records uh-huh. you know what i'm saying so that to me was a sign that he wanted to break out and be able to talk about some of the things that he felt he couldn't talk about in digital. Wow. So, you know, it's, it's just, uh, he's just a cool dude, you know, just one of them cool dudes, you know. All right, guys, that's it for today's video. I just want to break down this recent news by Ice-T because it's just amazing that he's actually tweeting about it and he actually noticed it. And hopefully one day they can actually release this song in better quality. Anyways, guys, drop your comments below. Be sure to check out my Twitch channel. It's going to be in a pinned comment and also in my description. And I'm going to be playing video games over on Twitch, as well as showcasing new remixes and my old remixes from last 10 years. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon and my YouTube channel memberships for perks and goodies on there as well. Alright guys, so we got this article here on Revolt where Eminem basically breaks down why he thinks Tupac is the greatest songwriter of all time. On Saturday, May 2nd, Eminem hosted Music to be Quarantined By, which is a three-hour radio show on Shade 45 Sirius XM station. The set included songs that the Detroit native currently listens to while spending time in quarantine at his home. He played hits from Nas, BC Boys, MC Light, Tupac, Mob Deep, Nicturus B.I.G., Wu-Tang Clan, and Run DMC. Before playing Tupac's If I Die Tonight, which was released on Tupac's 1995 album Me Against the World, Eminem revealed that he believes that the late rapper is the GOAT when it comes to songwriting. Which, if you don't know what a GOAT is, it means greatest of all time. <laughs> Eminem goes on to say, Okay, this next song is from an artist who I feel like might be the greatest songwriter of all time. Debate what you want about MC skills and all that because he had that too. This is one of them songs by Tupac that, to me, he was showing you I can write this heartfelt shit and I can write some lyrical crazy shit too. The Godzilla rapper then began rapping Tupac's lyrics to a song. Which kind of crazy boy? Why would he call him the Godzilla rapper when he has so many other hits like Lose Yourself? I hate when websites do that shit. <laughs> Eminem went on to say, They say pussy and paper is poetry, power and pistols, platinum and murder motherfuckers before they get you. Then after those bars, he said, like to play on the P words and all that shit, and how he was doing it was so crazy, mixed with the feel that Tupac would give you, which is constantly why I feel like he was always saying, can you feel me? Because you felt Pac. You can't just listen to Pac. You feel Pac. If you listen to him, you're going to feel him. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, I've always been a student of hip hop and I've always studied rap. And one of the things I learned from Tupac, whenever he was like, I don't know how he just always knew the right words to say on on the right chords 
And it was almost like if he wanted to make this statement, I remember when he said my broken down TV show cartoons in my living room, hey, on Unconditional Love, a song he had. I was like, oh my God, he could have said that on the bar before it and it wouldn't have meant as much. But he said it right here where the chord got sad and the, you know, like I just, I studied that so much and was like, oh my God, he was so genius at like, doing that it was like he never said the wrong thing on the wrong chord listen to dear mama every single thing every single thought every single word every bar was like so in place where it should be just because of he was so smart about picking his beats and just you know he, like tupac always said feel me and you have to feel him and not just hear him this also goes on to say that Eminem is one of Tupac's biggest fans. In 2004, the Lose Yourself rapper asked for permission from Tupac's mother, Fini Shakur, to produce a posthumous album for her son. The 17-track LP featured appearances from 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, Jadakiss, and more. But she also made songs Runnin', Ghost, and One Day at a Time from Tupac's documentary, Tupac Resurrection, on the soundtrack version. If you want to learn more about that and learn exactly what Eminem wrote to Tupac's mother, I actually have an older video that's already on my YouTube channel, and you can view it at the end of this video. It'll pop up on the screen. So how do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like Eminem is right that Tupac is the greatest songwriter of all time? Or do you feel like Eminem doesn't want to place himself above his idols and the people that he looked up to? Because to me, I feel like Eminem is the far superior lyricist. And I would put Eminem maybe as the greatest lyrical rapper of all time. You can debate whether Immortal Technique and Cannabis fall in line with that too. But I feel like Eminem is the most lyrical rapper in that regard. However, in my opinion, I feel like Tupac is the most complete rapper. When you put in poetry, when you put in storytelling, when you make relatable songs and have wide range and have diversity throughout his music, he was able to hit you with something like Keep Your Head Up, Baby Don't Cry, and then basically kill you on wax with Hit Him Up or Watch Your Mouth. I think it's amazing that Eminem still gives props to Tupac, especially when so many people say that Tupac wasn't a lyrical rapper. That's because Tupac never really tried to be a lyrical rapper. He tried to push out as much content as he can. He tried to make it kind of dumbed down in a way where people can relate to it and won't be confused through metaphors and stuff like that. He wanted you to grasp the message of the song and not be so entrenched and focused on different metaphors and different syllables and things like that. But come on Eminem, if you're such a Tupac fan and if you're listening, why don't you use your clout, use your power to get Tupac's estate and their scope records to release Tupac's remaining 100 to 150 unreleased songs. We've been waiting 14 years for that man. And that's the only way music is going to go back to the lyrical storytelling aspect that we all love. And that is by getting Tupac's unreleased stuff out there, Biggie's unreleased stuff out there, even Eminem's unreleased content out there from Relapse 2 and King Mather's album. And also Detox and all the unreleased songs from Dr. Dre from 1990 to now. But honestly, I think that labels don't want that today. Labels just want a quick, easygoing song. They want rappers out there today that aren't conscious about things going on in their community and things like that. They don't want rappers to have a political aspect to them. That's the main reason why I think we haven't had a new Tupac album in 14 years. Because they rather focus on rappers that they can mold rather than people having individual personalities and not really giving a fuck about what type of content they're putting out there and just rapping, just doing whatever they want. Anyways guys, drop your comments below how you feel about Eminem. Putting Tupac as the greatest songwriter of all time. Do you agree with him? Do you feel like Eminem should be up there? Do you feel like another rapper should be up there? And for all you haters out there that say Tupac is not even on that level, go listen to Street Fame. Go listen to If I Die Tonight. Go listen to Troublesome 96. You can also check out Tupac's 
unreleased song Days of a Criminal, which is very lyrical for 18, 19 year old Tupac, which is still unreleased. Alright guys, so this news kind of flew under the radar. Not many hip-hop sites or Tupac-related sites actually picked up on this news. However, if you go on Tupac's Facebook and his Instagram, around Mother's Day, you would have noticed that they were promoting Tupac's iconic music video, Dear Mama. Now, when you go on YouTube and you check it out for yourself, and you scroll down here, you'll see that the description says, Remastered in HD. March 14, 2020 marks the 25th anniversary of Tupac's album, Me Against the World, featuring Dear Mama. When you go over here to change the settings, you'll see now it's uploaded in 1080p HD. When I uploaded this back in 2011, it was only 360p. When you check out the video, it's a lot better, but I will say it's not very high definition of what you would get if a movie production company remastered a movie in Blu-ray or 4K. And you'll see around the side, it's still crop funny, it's not really full screen, but I believe there's only so much they can do to upgrade the videos without actually making new cuts of the video. Now, I'm unsure how much it'll actually cost for them to go in to the video footage and recut everything and produce that in 1080p or 4K. However, I wish they would go in and they would recut everything and put it in 1080p because the only thing that we really have in HD is either from Tupac's Gridlock gang-related movies as well as his Blu-ray versions of Juice and Poetic Justice. Everything else is either degraded or it's not properly formatted for YouTube. Now this is kind of interesting because YouTube has never given us the option as a creator to go in and replace the video. This actually shows that they were able to replace the video with a new version of it and keep altered likes and dislikes and views that they accumulated since 2011. Now if you guys didn't know, this was a article that was on TheVerge.com where the title reads, Hundreds of iconic music videos are being remastered in HD on YouTube. Universal Music Group and YouTube have teamed up to remaster iconic music videos from standard definition to high definition. The partnership will result in more than 100 music videos from artists like Janet Jackson, Lady Gaga, and Lionel Richie receiving a significant upgrade in visual quality. The two companies are working to bring that number up to 1,000 videos by the end of 2020. These HD videos will replace the original versions on YouTube and YouTube Music, but will also maintain the same URL, view counts, and likes as before. You'll know it's an updated video if there's a hashtag remaster label or remaster in HD in the description. And it goes on to say that many of these videos were not actually shot in HD, but the remastering will make it clear. And you'll see they also use the hashtag in the description here and the metadata and tags. Now in the future video, I'm going to break down the overall production of the song. And I'm going to go over key facts about when Tupac recorded it and how and how he came up with the idea and different producers that actually made different versions of the song as well. And I'll also go over the remixes that were officially released. So be sure to subscribe to me already if you haven't. That way you'll be informed of when I upload that video in the future. So a little background about the song. The song is actually kind of like a revised version, not really a remix. However, Tupac recorded the song differently than what you hear in the music video and on his album. The original version actually has a rougher type beat, has a yo-yo sample in the hook that wasn't cleared by Ice Cube, and we'll get into that in my future video about the song when I break it down. It also features a Tupac outro of Tupac saying, Mama said there'll be days like this, as well as a Tupac intro where he says, Master T dropped some shit for my mama. And the song was actually produced by Tony Pizarro, which is an American entertainment executive, record producer, and is listed as one of the top 50 hip-hop producers of all time. He also did different songs for Tupac, including Are You Still Down, which is on the Are You Still Down album, Cluminati, the original version, and the remix that features on Still I Rise. And I also believe that he did Hi Till I Die by Tupac from the Sunset Park soundtrack. Alright guys, so drop your comments below how you feel about YouTube and UMG 
upgrading these videos, do you feel like a lot of these videos should be in high definition? Should they be recut even if it costs some money so we can see it in perfect condition and high quality? Do you feel like YouTube creators should get this type of privilege too? Because it's not really fair that record labels and things like that get more privileges than creators. They're able to go in and replace the whole video. If we have a copyright issue, we can't replace the whole video. We can only edit stuff out. So from my standpoint, that's a bit unfair. To which other video of Tupac would you like to see in high definition? For me, I would love to see other videos actually recut. And what I mean by recut is not really just recut the same scene for scene. I would like to see different scenes added to the video to give you like an alternate version of that music video. And if you search on YouTube and online, you can actually find different cuts of Tupac's most popular videos, such as All About You and Two of America Most Wanted. And these have straightforward scenes where it shows the whole song being wrapped out in the same scene. You can also find versions where a fan may have taken different parts of different scenes and merged them together to create a alternate version music video. And what they did was splice different scenes together from different angles and different locations as well. So for every Tupac music video, you should have the whole song performed and the location that they were in, even though you see it jumping from one scene to the other. So take the song Two Americans Most Wanted, for example. You have the whole dinner table of Tupac doing the whole song at the dinner table. You also have Tupac doing the whole song in the courtroom. And you also have some unseen footage of Tupac actually recording his song with Snoop Dogg in the middle of the street. This would be the same for other music videos, such as Dear Mama. You might have more footage from the Tupac lookalike that you actually have in the video. And the reason why Tupac wasn't in this music video was because he was actually serving time for a sexual abuse charge. But I think they did a great job at making a video without Tupac, as well as including Tupac's mother, Afini, which is the highlight of the overall song. Alright guys, that's it for today's video. This is DJ Scanlon signing out. Peace out.